from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Live from America. Today is the eve of one of the worst attacks on American soil ever, perpetrated by some very, very evil people, and in the end, we'll find out who exactly was behind every little bit of it. You're watching Live from America. Again, today is September 10th, year of our Lord 2021. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing And God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, right here on Real America's Voice News, the whole Live from America family. Of course, we are live on all social media platforms except for Facebook, which we are removed for for life. So, (laughs) take that as a badge of honor. And by the way, nobody cares. And speaking of breaking news, nobody cares. We got some breaking news yesterday by our sniffer and our failure and thief. And uh, my breaking news back to him is nobody cares, Joe. Nobody cares. Because you're going to see the American spirit that you have not seen for the last 20 years and the next few months. I can guarantee that. But I do appreciate you guys watching, of course, on Real America's Voice News and all uh, social media platforms, Rumble, YouTube, of course we're on digital TV, Pluto, uh, Roku, Firestick, Dish Network, Samsung TV, Apple TV, Facebook tried to get rid of us, but they only made us stronger. So please give me a, uh, um, give me a minute to highlight you real quick, tell me where you're from, tell me your name, tell me what uh, state or city you reside in, so I can give you a quick shout out, and then I want to get serious for a moment. And bring in a very special friend of mine. So hello and good morning to Bobby. How, how are you? God bless you, sir. Good morning to Brenda Schmidling and Rosemary Wingett. God bless you. Carla, hello. Thank you for joining in. I appreciate it very much. Um, we are uh, definitely, if there's prayer requests, let me know in the comment section on social media as well. We've got Linda from Kansas watching. God bless you, Linda. Laura from Arkansas, great state of Arkansas. Of course, our very own Ben Berkwam lives down there now, says it's the best thing he ever did. Evie from New York, Jennifer from Virginia, God bless you. Phyllis, watching from the great sunshine state of Florida. You guys are definitely doing something right down there. Deb Webb from Everett, Washington, good to see you. Thank you very much. We've got Brandy Patterson and Jamie from New York, and of course, the infamous Corn Pop, watching from his basement. Come on, man. Anyway, folks, I do want to get, um, I do want to bring in a very special guest, a very, a very uh, special friend of mine, and um, he goes by the name of Dave Bray USA. So let's go ahead and bring in Dave now. Dave, are you there? Can you see and can you hear everybody here on the Live from America family? I can see you. I can hear you. Am I? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. God bless you. You are here. We live in this weird new world of Zoom, right? Where you go? Am I here? Am I there? Am I not there? Is everybody can hear me? Hello, hello, hello. But I guess that's the new. That's the new normal, right? <laughs> hey, but Dave. But Dave, I think it's time to go back. It's great to be on the show, Jeremy. You uh, you continue to inspire many, many, many beyond even the reach that you know about. Uh, I'm blessed to be in your circle, brother. From one patriotic blood brother to another. It's the Hip Hop Patriot. I go by the Rock and Roll Patriot. We go on the road to Save America Freedom Tour. We go out and swing that flag high in pride for our nation. You know, and as we're talking about 9-11 here, you know, I go back to that point after 9-11, 9-12, where America stood together and we all looked at each other as one. Amen. And, you know, we, we said, we, we've been in a conversation saying, man, we don't want that. But America does need something to shake it up. And what it turns out is that Joe Biden is that track. Our, our commander in chief is that catastrophic event in our nation right now. And right now, the American people are actually feeling the same way they did on 9 12. They're looking at each other like some people are saying, Hey, I was wrong. You know what I mean? And other people are saying, It's okay. We can fix it. You know, not, Hey, I told you, I told you, I told you. But hey, we've been trying to tell you all along, we can fix this. But yeah. guys like Joe Biden are the tragedy. They are the real insurrection that's happening in D.C. right now. Well, and, and, and here's another thing, Dave. Um, he better not try to show up at a 9-11 tribute 
memorial tomorrow because after what he is responsible for, after what he's done to this world, to this country, to our soldiers, to our family, and now turning the entire might of the federal government against us, Dave, it's not a good thing. It's not going to end well. But I can tell you this, that American spirit that we had 20 years ago, I believe we're getting ready to see it again. And who would have ever thought that it would come? Uh, Well, President Trump said the best is yet to come, right? And it has to hurt. It has to hurt if it's to heal. And sometimes you got to rip a Band-Aid off. And right now, sir, we've ripped the Band-Aid off and we're bleeding out. And we need, we need, we don't need President Trump to sew it up. We need to sew it up. So, Dave, why don't you, you, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sir. Uh, Just real quick, and and Jeremy, you know, I was thinking about, you know, again, I think about us, I think about what we do as as missionaries for the Republic and, and patriotism and faith and uh, I saw this piece of artwork that showed the hand of Christ, right? And on the hand of Christ was a square-headed nail, and the blood was trickling out of that hand, right? And it was mm. an up-close picture. It was this beautiful piece of artwork in this church I was at, uh, the Faith Freedom Church, Faith Community Church East in, in Tucson, uh, just two days ago. And as you walk in, you see this. And I looked at that thing, and I said, what does that remind me of? And that square-headed cross reminded of that square-headed nail reminded me of Washington DC and the hand of Christ reminded me of our nation and then the blood trickling out is literally the blood of the people yes falling from that square from that little tiny square in the middle of our country that rot that cesspool that swamp that we are just bleeding out and now we're bleeding out our military armaments to, to terrorists overseas we're bleeding out money to special interest groups that do not have the best ideals of the American people in mind. Only their their people of race, their people of uh, identity. And we are just bleeding out as a nation. And the American people are on their last breath saying, it's time. It's time to stand up. It's time to show the American people that we can stand together against this, this tyranny that's come to literally from within us. Literally from within, we are dying. So... When I saw that, I thought about you, man, because I know how, how deeply you feel about your faith as well as your nation. And that's what it reminded me of. I just wanted to remind you of that before we, before we moved on. Well, speaking of reminding, Dave, let's do, let's do that right now. Let's, let's intro a very, very special video to my Live from America family and for all of the Real America's Voice News audience that will watch this. Uh, let's, let's have them remember. Please, Dave, uh, tell us what we're about ready to see, and then tell us where we can find you and your music on a mission and how we can support that, brother. So, um, again, my name is Dave Gray, USA. Um, I'm blessed to tour the country with Jeremy, and I've been, I've been a, a missionary, a patriotic missionary for 10 years. The song you're going to see is called One Day of Hell, and the visions you're going to see are visions of the towers being built back in the 60s, you're going to see old guys welding and putting in blood, sweat, and tears that are union men and women that used to go to work every single day for 10 years to build these towers. And then you're going to see the catastrophic events that happened on 9-11. And you're going to see people running, and you're going to see the fear in their eyes. But then at the end of the video, you're actually going to see the Freedom Tower get rebuilt again. And that, my friend, is the the crux of the American spirit. Mm. Is Yes, you can, you can, put, that, you can put that thing right in our, right in our hand. But we will resurrect. We will come back just with the power of faith, the power of Christ, the power of God, because the true American people in this nation, they know that this is God's country. They know that this is a nation built on Judeo-Christian and faith values. And they know that in our story, in our own belief system, there is always light at the end of the darkness. And guys, this song is called One Day of Hell. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy the visions. On this 9-11, please take an honest moment to listen into your heart to these words because it does talk about being crumbled, but it also talks about coming back and staying together as one people. So if people want to find out more about me, they can go to DaveGrayUSA.com. They can support the mission there. I got the swag, the same kind of deal everybody else out there is doing, hats, T-shirts, whatever. Uh, You can also donate PayPal venue or Venmo. Uh, But moreover, please just share this video. Share Mm. this show take this show and share it out to your friends because it's important that we help share jeremy's message because he is a true fighter at the tip of the spear so go to davebrayusa.com and jeremy thank you so much for having me on your show brother i appreciate you sharing me with your audience god bless you my friend god bless you too my friend and i can't wait to get back out there on the road with you we have a very special bond and it's just getting stronger and it's going to take uh it's going to take more than what we have it's going to take god so dave god bless you thank you and folks, we are now going to play Dave Bray USA's video 
which is one day of hell. And it's truly, 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 uh, it'll make you cry. So get ready to have the, the, the waterworks going, folks. Here we go. Dave Bray USA, one day of hell, official video, DaveBrayUSA.com.
And that's right. <clears throat> we will never forget. We will never forget. There might be a generation that doesn't know about it, but it's our job to teach them about it. It is our job to get them to understand exactly what we were as a country at that time. You can't fault the people that weren't old enough or weren't alive yet that are contributing to what this world is today for not knowing. And that is exactly why the left is trying to erase our history so that they never know. So that they never know. Folks, I really thank you. And I really want to ask you to please, please, if you're on social media, please share this directly to your messengers, to your messenger app, to your Instagram uh, chats. Um, and really get it out there because it's really about education. And I wanted to save the prayer of the day until after that. And I want to thank Dave Bray USA for coming in and starting the show off here at Live from America and Real America's Voice News. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's say a prayer followed by the Lord's Prayer to really, really kick the show off correctly. Please remove your caps, bow your heads, think of that day, think of that horrific day where you were. Think of where you were, how you felt, and then think of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who can help us out of it. Lord and Heavenly Father, in Jesus' holy name, Lord, we humbly come to you as your children, as your servants, Lord, and we ask for your forgiveness on this land. Lord, we ask for healing for this land. We ask that you help us educate the youngsters, the people that weren't old enough yet to remember that tragic day on November 11, 2001, Lord. We remember where we were. We remember that gut-wrenching feeling that none of us had ever felt before. Lord, we came through that as a country together. We came through that as a country who far more believed in God then than we do today. Lord, we ask you to touch the hearts of the people who have strayed away. We ask you to touch the hearts of people that are meaning to do us harm, Lord, and we ask you to touch the hearts of the people who have forgotten. Bring them back to that day. Bring them back to that feeling, Lord, of despair, fear, and anxiety. And Lord, then show them the light. Show them the comfort that we all experience in your amazing grace. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. You know, when I think back to that day, when I think back to that day, I remember everything. I remember the feeling. I remember the, I remember what I saw. I remember what I heard. I remember the days after. I remember the weeks after like it was yesterday. That was the most tragic event that I'd ever seen. And today, when I see those planes hit those towers, when I see those people jumping out of those buildings, even today, I, I break down. I break down. And considering what's going on today, I think we need to really, really, really take a step back and really analyze who we are who we are as a country, and what we're willing to do to preserve the freedoms that started getting eroded on that day and haven't stopped until right now and will not stop if you comply. We're going to take a quick break here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. I'm going to go to the social media audience and I'm going to get intimate with them for a minute because I think it's, I think it's what we need to do. We'll be right back. More live from America right after this. Folks, in the comment section, I'm looking on YouTube and stuff like that. In the comment section, tell me, um, tell me if you guys remember everything about that day. 
I mean, literally everything about that day I remember. And I would assume that you guys do as well. I'm just getting some stuff set up here on the computer because I got another guest coming in here in a little bit and I want to make sure everything's set up. But I will be looking at your comment section, the comment section as well, um, to see if you guys feel the same way I felt, feel right now, actually. Or every time you see a video, every time you remember that day. I know, I, I know when I see it, I still break down. And here's the thing my kids were not alive, so they see it and they look at it, um, they look at it kind of like we looked at it. Uh, like we looked at things that happened before we died or before we were born. You know what I mean? They don't experience what we experienced. They don't have that same feeling that we have. So it's really, really difficult um, for, for my kids. And that's why I said we, we really need to educate our kids uh, mostly about all of this. I want to read some of your comments. Ben to the memorial. Yes, me too. I remember it was like it was yesterday, Stephanie said. My birthday is 9-11. Try not to watch the news or anything. There was also a lady in here named Mary, I believe it was, earlier when I had Dave Bray on. said that she's here all the time and she never gets a shout-out. Uh, I can't remember what her whole handle was, but Mary, I just want to give you a shout-out and tell you I love you. and I'm sorry I never shouted you out before. Um, I really am. Brandy says, I remember not allowing my son outside to play that day. Me either. And you want to know this? Remember when, remember when you would see a plane and the plane would be so low, you'd be like, wait, what's happening? That plane looks a little low. I was like that for years. That's PTSD, folks. We all experienced that as a country. I remember everything. They said, yeah, I, I, I do too. Uh, in those towers, a day, uh, we knew something was up. There was an eerie silence among the Hopkins leaders. Something was very wrong. Wow. I was on the job and left the truck radio. Wow. I agree. Everything is still vivid. That memory is forever etched in our memory. Wow. School trips were canceled. Yeah. Remember, flights were shut down. It was just the world came to a stop. And, and, and the world looked at the United States like, how could this happen? People in other countries were breaking down just like we were. Sad, sad state of affairs. Really sad state of affairs. I'd also like to thank Marla Scheel, Janet Burgess, Kathleen Cosby, Jean Fusco, and of course Dave and Tatiana, and all of you who were generous enough to donate through Rumble Rants yesterday. I think it was like 800 and something dollars that came in through Rumble Rants yesterday, and that is all because of you guys. And that is all going to go towards the new studio and a better experience when we're on the road and meeting more of you and getting more of you on camera through these uh, drive-by states as we go to these states on the Save America Freedom Tour. Everything is for the growth of this company and for the better of this country. And I just want to thank you, all of you, every single one of you who did those Rumble Ranch yesterday, 800 and something dollars in one day. That's unheard of. And I just want to thank you so very much. Uh, and all of you who are doing the monthly donations as well. And remember, folks, if you can, uh, please tune in to RAV, Real America's Voice News, at 10 o'clock every night. Even if you've seen the show, it really helps helps push uh, the ratings up, and, and, and it, it releases more resources for them to do more marketing and advertising the show. And we really need to get the gospel out there, folks, more than anything. We really do. Now's the time. Now's the time. Thank you for staying tuned right here on Real America's Voice News with the Live from America family. And uh, straight from the live free or die state of New Hampshire, I don't think that motto could ever be more serious than it is right now. Live free or die. And I do not believe what Biden is trying to do is us living free. So let's get to the first and foremost section of today because that's what it's all about. The first and foremost section. Are you ready? Are you ready? Thank you, Wendy Wilson, for your donation. Are you ready? Are you ready to defend America? That's the question. Because this is the do not comply edition on Live from America right now. Are you ready to do what our forefathers knew would need to be done someday? Are you ready? Mark Twain once said, it's easier to feel, excuse me, it's easier to fool people than it is to convince people that they have been fooled. Direct quote from Mark Twain, it's easier to fool people than to convince people that they have been fooled. Here's another way to explain it. A dog had his chain reduced one link at a time every few days until his chain was so short that he could barely move. He never resisted because he didn't realize that one link was being removed every few days. So he never resisted because he was conditioned to the loss of his freedoms 
slowly over time. It's happening in America right now, you guys. That story, that analogy that I just gave you, that direct quote from Mark Twain, that's happening in this country right now. And I know it's been happening for years. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, D. Ricardo. God bless you both. I know it's been happening for years. I get it. But it's so far now, it's so far to that point now, that if you do not, this is the red line. This is the red line in the sand, period. If you do not stand now, the next thing is more of your First and Second Amendment taken away, and it will come so fast, you will have no idea what to even do. You will be Australia. We will be Australia by, t- by the end of 2022, if we let this stand right now. What do we do, you might ask? What can we do, you're asking? Don't comply. That's the first thing. The very first thing that you can do right now is just do not comply. Make the hard choice. And it's going to be one for a lot of you. I know. I know some of you. I saw your messages. I'm going to lose my career of 10 years, 20 years, 25 years. I know. I know. I understand. You have to make a hard choice. Stand for the freedom that God gave you and that your soldiers defend. What's more important to you and for you? More importantly, what's more important to your kids and your grandchildren? It's time to make a choice. It's time to take a stand. And if your freedom to choose is the most important thing to you and to and for your kids, then you know what to do. But if you can't do that, I understand. If you can't afford to lose the job that you have, I understand. Nobody will hold that against you. Marina K., God bless you. Thank you so very much. $250 $250 donation. That's great. I don't mean to I don't mean to stop what I'm saying in this important thing, but I just want to acknowledge people when they do something so nice like that. If you can't quit, if you can't get fired, if you can't lose your means of income, I understand. Again, nobody will hold that against you. You can rely on people like me, and I can promise you to the very fiber of my being, I can promise you that I will die trying to defend your freedoms. I'm doing whatever I can. I'm coming on twice a day to try to educate and try to be uh, as passionate as I can to inspire people to do exactly what I'm doing. I'm calling people every day. I'm emailing people every day. Senators, representatives, I'm going through those channels. I'm going out on the road. I am not getting, um, I'm spending, Life from America is spending money to go out on the road, not making money. If we're lucky, if we're lucky, we can somehow at least break 50%. By you know selling some merchandise on the road, but that's that's not what I'm talking about. I don't care about that. I'd spend a million dollars if I had it to do exactly that. I'm going out there. I'm meeting people. I'm t- I'm hearing their stories. I'm seeing what I can help do in their states. We're pressuring governors. We're pressuring gov- uh, gubernatorial gubernatorial candidates who might be running for a state to make sure that they never have that this doesn't happen again. We're pushing those forensic audits to decertify. But you asked, what can we do? The first thing that you can do, if you can do it. Again, if you can't, we understand you're not, it's not, you're not a, it's not that you're not a patriot, but if you can do it, folks, do not comply. The second thing that we do after we just don't comply and let them move, we have to stop it now. We have to stop the movement of this federal illegitimate government first. Not complying is how you stop. Sooner or later, these companies will go bankrupt. These businesses will go bankrupt. The second thing is decertification. That is the next step. So that is why you see me pushing this election fraud so very hard. The next step is election fraud. We can't go forward until we fix that. We can chew gum and walk at the same time. We can prepare to move forward. But we have to fix this. And the only way to stop it all completely, folks, is A, do not comply, D, or B, decertification. Do not comply, decertification. Those are your two steps in order. Do not comply, decertification. In order. That's it. Those are your two steps. 
do not comply, decertification. Now, what I wanted to do was I wanted to play a couple videos before I brought on our next guest. And our next guest will be able to tell you all about the decertification process in his state. Our next guest can tell you exactly how we get to that point. Because there are stages, there are steps, and there are procedures. And we have to make sure we follow those steps and procedures first and foremost. Because unlike the left, we do go by the Constitution. We are law-abiding. But there will get to a, there will, we will get to a point where those things are no longer an option. But until those things are no longer an option, we have to exercise those options. We have to. Those are the steps. D, uh, do not comply. Decertification. And we have to do it fast. We have to do it um, with determination and with a never-say-die attitude. Look how far we've already gotten. Look how far we've already come. And we have breaking news coming from Pennsylvania, which we'll talk about after we speak to our next guest. But before we speak to our next guest, please, let me play you a couple videos first of exactly what I'm talking about. Now, you guys might have all seen this. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you didn't see this. I don't know. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play you a couple... Um, a couple pieces of, uh, uh, of of the crap, let's just call it what it is, that came out of Joe Biden's mouth last night. Here's the first one. This one made me sick. This one made me sick as an American. Tonight, I'm asking each of you to reach out to your unvaccinated patients over the next two weeks and make a personal appeal to them to get the shot. America needs your personal involvement in this critical effort. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Wrong. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. So please do the right thing. Tonight, Our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. Do the right thing. We've been patient. Oh, I'm sorry, Lord Farquhar. I'm sorry, King Biden, who has no idea what room he's in half the time. Can't finish a sentence. I'm so sorry. Yes, your highness. I'm so sorry your patience is wearing thin. You're about to see how far your patience can really be uh, worn. Because you're about to see a revolt, a resistance, and a non-compliance of an American people that shows the American spirit like you've never, ever, ever, ever seen in your entire lifetime. I can promise you that. This very thing, is this very disgusting act of tyrannical dictatorship, whatever you want to call it, is going to revive this country. Who would have ever thought? Who would have ever thought? You've seen the three. You've seen the shirts on my on my website. When tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. When tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. How dare you turn your sight on the federal of the federal government on on the American people? How dare you? Now let me play one more video here before we bring on our next guest. And this one disgusted me even more because what does he mean? What kind of threat is he giving? the American people here. And, and, and more importantly, what kind of threat is he giving to governors? Check this out. The escalation of cases is particularly concentrated in states with low vaccination rates. Just two states, Florida and Texas, account for one-third of all new COVID-19 cases in the entire country. What about deaths? Just two states. Liar. Look, we need leadership from everyone. If some governors aren't willing to do the right thing to beat this pandemic, then they should allow businesses and universities who want to do the right thing to be able to do it. I say to these governors, please help. But if you aren't going to help, at least get out of the way of the people who are trying to do the right thing. Mr. President, do you believe that Governor DeSantis and Governor Abbott are personally making decisions that are harming their own citizens? I believe the results of their decisions are not good for their constituents. And it's clear to me 
and to most of the medical experts that the decisions being made, like not allowing mask mandates in school and the like, are bad. Okay, I can't, I can't watch him anymore. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. He goes on to say he will use his full power as the President of the United States to, to, to get these governors out of the way, to remove these governors from the equation. Doesn't it sound like he's almost purposely trying to start a civil war? Almost purposely. And if you were trying to destroy this country from the inside out, that is exactly what your CCP partners who pay you, Joe Biden, or who have something over on you, that's exactly what they would want you to do. Destabilize the Middle East. Destroy the dollar. Let people flood through our southern border. COVID cases everywhere because of just that. And on and on and on. I so I told you, do not comply to certification. I'm going to bring in my next guest right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you might have seen him on many other platforms before. You might have seen him on many other shows before. Uh, I met him down in Georgia. I was honored to meet him. And I got to say, he's one of the tip of the spears, along with John Fredericks, Heather Mullins, and many, many other people. And many, many other people. So I'd like to introduce to you guys a, uh, a new good friend of mine. Garland Favorito from VoterGA.org. Garland, are you there? How are you, my friend? Yeah, Jeremy, I'm here. Uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Good seeing you again. Uh, uh, not only then last week, but I think we met once before at Star Cafe when you were there uh, interviewing you and Ben. So, uh, again, appreciate uh, the opportunity to be back on, uh, on both of your shows. It's, it's an honor of mine, my friend, because I've been following what you've been doing um, for the last, you know, 10 months or longer. And you've really, you've really opened up a lot of people's eyes and ears to the fraud, the swamp, the corruption, the, the, uh, the illegalities of how they vote down there and what they do, the, the corruption of the governor and the secretary of state down there. I don't care who doesn't like me saying that because it's the honest to God's truth. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. I know a lot of people were saying, you can't just come into Georgia and badmouth Kemp like that. Yes, I can. I can. You know why? Because I live in New Hampshire, and what happened in Georgia affected me. What happened in Arizona affected me. What happened in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin affected me. So yes, I can come into somebody's state and badmouth their governor. And I believe that Governor Kemp and Brad Raffensperger and Gabriel Sterling and the rest of those swamp creatures are directly responsible for at least not getting a handle on the fraud. Maybe not, maybe not caused it, but didn't get a handle on it. Uh, Garland, what do you say for what do you say to me saying that? Well, Jeremy, uh, you have to uh, wait in line if you want to come in and, and badmouth Brian Kemp. There are a lot of folks <laughs> in Georgia who have, are not very satisfied with uh, the governor um, over the election. His lack of leadership and the election integrity issue uh, just just one of the things that they've been very very concerned about. So, um, but yeah, so it, it, you're not alone. Uh, there are probably literally millions of, of folks here in Georgia that feel the same way that you do about the governor. So I don't think you have to worry too much about that. Well, Garland, uh, a question that I asked you down there, and I know it's a very difficult question to answer because there's so many moving parts to this. And I asked you in Georgia, if you remember, what is if, if, I had to, if you had to give me a percentage, 0 to 10, 10 being that it's going to be completely overturned, decertified, and 1, it's not going anywhere... And it's, it was a lot harder of an, a, a question to answer that. And I won't ask you that question again because it's a very hard question. What I will ask you is, where are you in your lawsuit? Where are you in your investigation? And where is Georgia as a whole right now uh, as it pertains to at least lawsuits, Judge Amaro, and other decisions that were made in Northwest Georgia um, previously? Yeah, okay. So very good question. It's getting to have, it needs a kind of a comprehensive answer. Um, so the, our Fulton County ballot inspection lawsuit, in fact, let me back up just in case some folks are not aware. Um, you know, the news media keeps claiming that there's no evidence of election fraud uh, from the November election. We have four sworn affidavits from senior poll managers claiming that they handled counterfeit ballots in the, uh, in the audit that occurred of the presidential race in November 14th and 15th. So these affidavits are, uh, they were created on November 16th of 2020. And they are what we call prima facie evidence of probable cause of wrongdoing. 
So if that's not evidence of election fraud, I, I don't know what is. But those um, uh, numbers, they believe, will scale into the tens of thousands once we can look at all of the 147,000 uh, mail-in ballots in, in Fulton County. Again, this is just one county, and the total results uh, in the state the, the, in the presidential race were decided by less than 12,000 votes. Mm. So, uh, it, I mean, this, this one mail-in vote from this one county could actually determine who really won the election in Georgia. So, and this is just one example. So this case is going back uh, to court uh, next Monday, September the 20th, and we will uh, hopefully uh, wrap up all the last-ditch efforts that Fulton County is making to try to stop uh, a simple inspection of the ballots to see if there are, in fact, counterfeit ballots or not, and are they illegitimate. Uh, so it's it's really, uh, really simple. That's one case. Uh, we have filed another case um, uh, just in August the 24th that seeks to temporarily and permanently ban the Dominion voting system in the state of Georgia mm. because it has already been declared in violation of Georgia law by the United States District Court. So uh, that is our second uh, avenue. The, the judge uh, who made that ruling initially just has not granted the relief yet because it was two weeks prior to the election when she declared that the system that Georgia just bought is in violation of the law. Um, unfortunately, for two weeks out, there was nothing that they could do about it for the most part except use of the system that she has proclaimed is illegal. So we're simply asking for relief for that, and since the decision has already been made, uh, Judge Totenberg in that case, it's called Curling v. Raffensperger, has looked at more evidence than has ever been presented in a Georgia election case, to my knowledge. And she's made two scathing 140, 150-page rulings against the Secretary of State's office, uh, both in 2019 and 2020. Uh, so in 2019, she claimed that the, the office was not credible, quote-unquote, in their responses to the court. And then in 2020, she uh, declared that the system was in violation of law. This is the one that they just bought. They claimed that they were going to fix the problems of the old system, right. which, she had, which she had declared unconstitutional <laughs> because it was unverifiable and, uh, and not auditable or recount capable, which were the same arguments I made 17 years earlier in 2002. When they first purchased the machine. So, so Garland, let me let me just clear something up here. So, the only involvement that you have with the Dominion portion of what happened on November third is the fact that you're trying, based on Georgia law, to basically get rid of Dominion. Period, because of the fact that it violates law by not basically spitting out, let's just call it what it is, a receipt saying who you voted for. Outside of that, you're not you're not tackling the same. You're not fighting the same fight that a Mike Lindell or that Cyber Ninjas in Arizona is fighting. Your your main and, and primary focus here is the mail-in ballots, the physical ballots, the images, the envelopes, uh, and, and and all of that. And then, of course, you have the the lawsuit to to to, to ban Dominion. Am I correct in, in saying what I just said? Uh, right. And but we are concerned about the other things. Um, we are there are other issues with the with the Dominion voting system in terms of its accuracy, its security and its auditability. There are other issues and evidence that we, you know, we have collected that would uh, raise certainly the concerns of any, any uh, Georgia voter. Um, and they could end up being becoming part of a lawsuit or, or this one. But what right now we're focused on the fact that this is, it's not a legal system, uh, according to the United States District Court, and that should be enough in itself to uh, justify removing it. Uh, but there are, again, a variety of other issues, as well as you know from New Hampshire, right. where uh, the system um, basically seemed to disproportionately uh, reject Republican votes in favor of Democrat votes. Right. So there, are, there are issues. We've seen some of that down here in Georgia as well. And that should be a concern to every voter. I mean, even Democrats who want honest elections, 
they, uh, I don't think they want uh, the system to be cheating in, even in their favor. So, so at least most of them. Yeah, so, well, the ones that are unelected ones anyway. The elected ones would love it. Um, <laughs> but Garland, I'm gonna, I gotta take a quick break. We gotta take a quick break, couple minutes, uh, and we'll be right back. And we'll, I got a couple more questions. And then we'll, we'll move along after that. But we're going to take a quick break here on Real America's Voice News, live from America. And we'll be back with more Garland Favorito right after this. Welcome to Real America's Voice, a news platform of the 21st century. With over 25 years of experience in the advertising industry and the deployment of multiple television networks, Weather Nation, The Pursuit Channel, ICTV, and Real America's Voice, just to mention a few. Our team created a platform that combines all broadcast mediums, radio, podcast, television, social media, and OTT into a single destination for all your broadcasting needs. Real America's Voice is just that, a cutting-edge platform created to make America great again. We discovered that our technology, combined with experience and gifted on-air talent, the undaunted Real America's Voice, quickly became an industry disruptor. All part of the Real America Voice family. You got the War Room. You got John Solomon's team. We're getting in the television business with a great partner, Real America's Voice, one of the fast rising digital television networks in America. And you've got National Pulse. It's Real America's Voice that's driving the conversation. Prepare to take control on how you get your news. Real America's Voice on Roku, Pluto TV, Dish Network, Fire TV, Apple TV, iOS. Android, and all smart devices. Real America's Voice is a news platform dedicated to keeping people informed, educated, and entertained on a wide range of perspectives that you won't find elsewhere in today's media landscape. Socially driven broadcasts delivering news, live events, and consumer-generated content. Headlines from here in the U.S. and around the globe. Engaging viewers in real conversations through a collaborative approach all across America. Honest journalism. Trusted reporters. No hidden agendas. And welcome back to our special election night coverage right here on America's and there may even be statewide races for the presidency of the United States that get called incorrectly. We're not doing that here. We're not doing that here on Real America's Voice. Real news. Honest views. Real America's Voice. Honest views on Real America's Voice News. And of course, everybody, all the hosts of Real America's Voice News shows, we're all in this together. We're all in this uh, tip of the spear to fight for America. Um, if you're just joining in, I have been speaking with uh, Garland Favorito of VoterGA.org. So let's go ahead and uh, bring Garland back in for some more conversation. Garland, thank you for joining uh, me here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. Uh, one question that I have for you that actually coming from the audience. They said, if it's found out that there was all this fraud that took place, and let's say we move towards decertifying the election, can Kemp or Raffensperger be charged with election interference or any kind of election fraud uh, because really the buck does stop with them. What, what do you say? What do you say to that? Yeah, it's a great question, uh, Jeremy, from the audience. So, um, a couple of things. First of all, we are involved right now in a civil lawsuit. It's not a criminal lawsuit. So we are trying to establish the facts of what happened on November of 2020, so that we can fix it for future elections, 2022. So um, we are not. And, and trying to bring criminal charges against anyone at this point in time. The uh, point is very good, though. What happens if that does, uh, we find uh, incriminating evidence, uh, whether it be Camp Ravensburger or Fulton County or somebody else. So the problem that we have in Georgia is the same problem we're having in across America right now. It's that the district attorneys throughout the country will block invest protect corrupt government officials happens here in 
all the time. We originally had it uh, back before Brian Kemp ever ran for governor. We had a criminal complaint uh, filed against him because of uh, things he did when he was Secretary of State, which we believe violated the law. But the district attorney in that, in that particular case just simply sat on it and didn't, wouldn't refuse to do anything. That's happening in all the counties in Georgia, so many of them, and almost all of them, and almost in all the, a lot of the counties throughout the country. So the way to circumvent that is by getting, not allowing the district attorneys to prevent the cases and to use a citizen, take your case with your own attorney to the grand jury, uh, bypass the district attorney or the U.S. attorney in that uh -huh, case, uh -huh. and present directly to the federal or state grand jury your evidence, let the grand jury decide either to do a, what we call a true bill, which is, yes, indict this individual or not. Uh, that's the way America <clears throat> worked before district attorneys got in the way. And well, and, and Garland, I don't, want, I, don't, I don't mean to, to cut you off here, but I, I, I have, while we're talking about this, I have to bring it up. A lot of people in the comment section on social media and, and, and emails tell me, I'm sick of talking. I'm sick of talking. It's time to do. And I, and I just don't think that, and I'm, I feel the same way. I wish we could just do something differently. And, and, and I think we all know what we're talking about. Be-all be is what the do is, right? Um, but I just don't think that uh, enough of us are educated really on how the system works. And, there, and the power belongs all the way down to the individual. That's where the power belongs here in America. That's why they can't just mandate the vaccine and say, you have to take it. Because if they could, they would. Right, I think we need as a, as a, as a people as, as as a whole is just a massive, quick uh, education course on how America works because we do have rights and we can fight and we can circumvent these crooked politicians or these crooked DAs or whatever it is. I know it's not the answer that people want to hear, but there are procedures in place for us to win. They just don't want. They want to keep us stupid. They want to keep us ignorant, so that we don't know these things. This is why I'm having you on. This is why I have people like David Shostokis on. People who are constitutional attorneys and constitutional scholars, because there are ways. Will they work? I don't know. Have we ever been in this position before? Maybe not to this extent, but this country's been through some bumps and bruises, and we come out of them. And how do we always come out of them? We come out of them from the power of the people. Uh, so, Garland, with that said, let me ask you one more question, and then we got to run. The last question I'm going to ask you is, how can regular, everyday, average people get involved to push Georgia forensic audit forward, and how can we get to the steps that Arizona is at right now so that we can move towards decertification? Uh, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's a complicated question. So first of all, in, in regards to the, the criminal thing, Basically, you as an individual can take your evidence directly to the grand jury. So that's one thing you can do. Um, you can also uh, basically file a lawsuit against forced man, man, uh, man, vaccines and that kind of thing. If that's your, your issue, and you should do that. Um, the, in regards to the audit, um, we are moving forward with a lot of pressure. What we're trying to do is to get the evidence on the table. And the more evidence that we can bring out, there's a more likely chance that the Georgia legislature is going to do things. Uh, we uh, have a, a whole separate initiative um, on the, with the, it's going through the Constitution Party, which I'm elections director of now. Uh, we are, are petitioning the legislature for a variety of things. Um, there's a group working on the audits. Um, there's a group working on the uh, the banning of the of the Dominion system because of the le legality issues. We are uh, have a, there's another group that's got a recall petition against the Attorney General for filing a a, a brief uh, against us in our case and trying to put the state on record for against election transparency, which you know everybody wants that regardless of whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. Right. So, so there's lots of things you can do, um, and that's what those are the things that we're doing. That, uh, kind of, we're doing that through the Constitution Party of Georgia. They've got a variety of um, of activities that where folks can get involved in, in trying to force the audit, uh, the removal of machines, and uh, you know. Well, I, I think Garland. I think the only way forward right now, other than p picking up arms and and taking this country back again, because we're at a point now that I've never seen in my life. Let's just face it. 
I think the only way forward is decertification and removing this illegitimate president. That's, I think that's what we have to focus on heavy and hot right now. Uh, Garland, I do have to wrap it up. I will have you back on again. I'd like to thank you very, very much for coming on the show. Um, I'd like to send people to VoterGA.org, see how you can get involved, and uh, and reach out to Garland, see if there's any way you can help. Um, Garland, thank you for coming on. I know we got 9-11 tomorrow. It's going to be a very hard weekend for all of us. But, sir, God bless you. Thank you. And uh, I'd, I'd like you to say goodbye to the people before we go real quick. Well, thank you, Jeremy. We appreciate you and all everything that America's voice has done. Um, Heather's down here so often. She just about lives in Georgia and has done some great reporting and, and, uh, and lives as has the war room. So we're totally grateful for you folks and you've been terrific to us. And basically, uh, VoterGA.org is up there for, you know, you can go out and donate. Uh, that really helps us keep our lawsuits alive. And it's because of the patriots that watch America's voice that we have been doing as well as we've been doing. Well, thank you, sir. God bless you. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So, folks, um, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, going to come back. Of course, there's two shows like every day. Uh, going to take a quick break, come back, give you some good news, wrap up for the day, and we'll go from there. Be right back with more Real America's Voice, live from America, right after this. All right, guys. Let me talk to you real quick. Okay, let me let me uh, let me talk to everybody here in the uh, in the comment sections real quick because I think there's confusion on whether I'm not going to do the show tonight. Yes, I'm doing the show tonight. I'm actually just giving this show to Real America's Voice News today um, because tonight. I want to be able to spend some time with you before 9/11. I don't want to be constrained by time or anything like that. Okay. Um, uh, Garland Favorito, he's 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 doing what he can do, man. And I want to go ahead and I want to give him the Smarty Award of the day. We'll do that right when we come back. But he's doing what he can do down there. I mean, look at he, he's you know he's getting up there in age and he's still fighting for this country. There's only so much he can do. But we are coming at it from a multi uh, multi you know multi positions, multi, uh, a multi staged attack right now. Machines, lawsuits, so many other things that are happening right now. Um, and I know it seems crazy, but what you're seeing right now from Biden is just to get your eyes off the election and how many people he killed in Afghanistan just now. That's all it is. That's why he came out with this. There's too many lawsuits that are going on. There's too many mayors, too many governors, too many individual people who are suing Biden over this, this ridiculous mandate that he can't mandate. And you're going to see people just revol revolt and resist. That's just what it is. It's not going to go into place as much as we think it is. It's merely mind, ears, and eyes off of the real problem, which is the 13 soldiers that are dead, okay, and the election fraud. That's all that was yesterday. That's all it was. It's a stupid plan. It's a ridiculous plan. It's not going to happen. Most companies that already did not get vaccinated or forced their employees to get vaccinated will still not. You, the, the amount of lawsuits that were filed last night by attorney generals and, and governors it, is, is ridiculous. It's like six states already, multiple cities, multiple individuals. It's all just distraction. It's not real. None of it's real. It's just to, to piss you off and to make you more mad and to cause more division. It's all it is. It's all it is. I can promise you that. <clears throat> Welcome back to Real America's Voice News, live from America. Let's go ahead and cue that Smarty Award. We're going to give Garland Favorito the Smarty Award of the day here on September 10th, 2021. And the good news of the day today, ladies and gentlemen, is Senator Corman in Pennsylvania put out a statement today saying Monday they will be voting on subpoena power, and he fully expects to be subpoena, uh, give, put a subpoena for all ballots, all machines, and all election um, documents, including images from ballots and envelopes. And it's Doug Mastriano who pushed that to happen. He put Senator Corman in a corner. All of our phone calls, all of our emails, we put him in a corner where he had to do this. Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, decertification, remove from office, rightful person gets put in. Period. That's how we do it. And we can do it in just a few months. We can do it before 2022 even comes if we keep our foot on the gas. You hear me? Woo! All right, guys, that's going to do it for Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Remember, 
There are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a great day. God bless you. God bless America. And please pray for the victims and the families of 9-11 this weekend. Free, free, free.